0: What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Ish, and welcome to the sixth segment of the Ish Condition podcast. I know that these past two weeks have been really tough. After the death of George Floyd, the light was once again shed on the racial injustice that is still prevalent in our country. As a result, millions of people have protested across the country in order to bring justice to the African-American community. Adam Silver, along with many members of the NBA and WNBA family, have done a great job speaking out to demand justice urging peaceful protests and working for meaningful change. In order to create positive change, people need to come together and show compassion and empathy to one another. The voices of our leaders will put pressure on Congress to change our laws or we need to use our vote to create systemic change. Many people across the country view sports teams as a representation of the community that they're a part of. Therefore, I believe that sports teams besides the NBA need to publicly come to the aid of those wanting change because they can be a huge ally to this movement. The professional athletes in our game today are seen as one of the most influential people to the black community. Guys like LeBron, Carmelo, Chris Paul, KD, etc., not only impact the basketball community, but their voices have an impact onto the entire community as a whole. Dr. King would be proud to see the progress that we've made so far, but we still have to keep pushing forward because just like Kobe once said, the job is still not finished. Today, over the phone, I'm joined by one of my friends, an avid Lakers fan, Cameron Mahmoudi. Cameron, what's going on? What's up? What's up? I'm so excited to be on, and uh, I can't wait. Yeah, dude, I'm excited too. Um, so today, Cam and I will be talking about the NBA transaction window before the season resumes, as well as the playoff picture out west. So Cam, before I kind of like introduce the questions, I just want to give a background of how the NBA transaction window is going to work. So according, okay. to, according to Woj and Bobby Marks, There are expected to be no limitations on the number of players a team could sign to replace those lost, but there would be restriction on those in the pool of eligible players. So basically, the eligible replacement players will have to be under contract this season with the NBA or G League. So that means that guys like J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, Darren Collison, and Lance Stevenson would be ineligible. So now that I've given the background, I'm going to jump right into the first question, Cam. So, Demarcus Cousins is considered the best available free agent player right now. Um, what team offers the best fit for Boogie? Um,
1: Honestly, by what I'm seeing right now, I think Miami would be great for Boogie right now. I think they can really use him. Um, like, the, it's a contending team. Um, who just sent Mayor's Leonard to play oh, that Bam at center? Like, I think um, Boogie would be like a better alternative than like. Maris on Miami to back up Bam. And just to bring, like, like with him and Hero coming off the bench, to bring the scoring to to Miami. Um, I think Boogie would be a great fit in Miami. And then also, like, if Dwight does not decide not to come with us to Orlando, then honestly, like, I really wouldn't mind the Lakers picking him back up. Um, I think we can really use him if Dwight ends up not coming back with us. And um, although I do prefer Dwight to come back with us because he's had a great season. And, uh, like, um, he redeemed himself. And, um, like, that's another story, though. But, yeah, I would, I would like to see him either in Miami or um, back,
0: back with the Lake show if Dwight um, so just decides not to come with Yeah, I think those are great teams, Cam. Um, I think another good team that um, should consider signing Cousins is the Los Angeles Clippers. I know that they still have Joe Kim Noah on an unfortunate name 10-day contract that dates back to March 9th. And since frost and since the rosters were frozen like a couple days after, that means he's still under contract. Uh, I know the Clippers already have three centers, but I think Cousins would be a solid scoring option off the bench, and he's a guy that could help run their second unit along with Lou Will. However, the Clippers' culture is built on defense, so I so I think they'll end up sticking with Joe Kim. But actually, yesterday, um, John Wall, point guard of the Washington Wizards, is avidly trying to like uh, sign Cousins. He's telling the Wizards front office to sign Cousins. So. I think that would be definitely an interesting fit and maybe that's foreshadowing that john wall might play who knows so it's definitely I've interesting i've heard i've heard bonga i think bonga said that john Wall's looking better than ever in their scrimmages he's scrimmaging yeah yeah he's down del- i know he's been playing five yeah. on five he hasn't played basketball he's since he's looking amazing yeah. yeah 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 he hasn't played basketball since december 2018 obviously we know what john wall is capable of he's a defensive dynamo yeah, especially in the playoffs. In the playoffs. He's, he's a defensive dynamo. Bradley Beal is one of the best two guards in the game. I think if they sign Cousins, and who knows, maybe if they play well in the eight games and then are qualifying for the play-in, maybe they can make the playoffs and be a dangerous eighth seed. Who knows? Um, yeah. So now I want to jump into the second question. So another interesting prospect is former MVP candidate Isaiah Thomas. What teams do you think could use a, spo- a scoring point guard like him off the bench?
1: New Orleans, I think they can use scoring out of the backcourt, coming out of the backcourt. I mean, like, you got Lonzo, you got Drew Holiday. There's two great playmakers. Um, JJ Reddick's there in the backcourt, but, like, I think just having, like, someone like Isaiah Thomas having a veteran presence in that young team that can score the ball at will. And um, I think he's just going to be a good locker room presence for them, especially, like, going into the season because Isaiah has experience. And, that's something that the Pelicans lack. And, like, I love the Pelicans. I think their team is amazing. I think they have a great thing going on. And adding Isaiah to that team, and then hopefully, like, they can maybe, like, qualify for the play-in, that would be really interesting. Yeah. And then, like, also, um, Port- Portland can use them, too. I think Portland can use them, use uh, I- IT. Um, coming off the bench to Damon TJ, I don't think the backcourt will miss a beat if you have Isaiah Thomas coming off the bench and scoring. It needs to be the Isaiah Thomas that we know. It can't be like... If it's like another Isaiah, another version of Isaiah, then I don't know if he should even be considered because of the, such like, cause of the, how big of a liability he is on the defensive end. But if it's the IT we know, or like even like
0: three-fourths of that, like then I think those two teams could uh, really use it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know that the former king of the fourth quarter hasn't been the same since his hip injury in 2016-2017. Uh, since then, he's bounced around the league, he, and he hit rock bottom after being cut by the Clippers. I mean, like you said, even though he is a liability on defense, he actually did put up a solid stat line with Washington by averaging 12 points per game and only 23 minutes a night. Um, honestly, I think it hey, were you- breaking news. I breaking news. I breaking news. Oh. I breaking news. Okay. The will wear a smart ring at Disney World. The ring predicts COVID-19 systems up to three days in advance with percent 90- Wow, wow. Thank you for the update, Cam. That, that That's that's going to be huge, definitely. Um, but going back to IT, I think a reunion with the Celtics would be the most ideal. I mean, he's had his best success under Coach Brad Stevens. He'd be a better scoring bet option off the bench than Brad Wanamaker. I think he'd just be a great spark plug for the Boston team, and he'd be a great locker room presence during a time like this. So um, I think we all brought like, a good... Yeah. most certainly
1: use him and he, he knows the system and how everything works. I think Boston, I, I mean, that's a great mention this
0: I would have mentioned that too if I had thought about it. But yeah, Boston sounds great for IT. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. So obviously, you know, we've talked about the big names like IT and Boogie. Um, do you think there are any other players out there that could be a positive asset to a playoff team? Um, I mean,
1: like, all the positive assets are, like, ineligible.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I think teams could have used Darren
0: Collison. Oh, 100%. Um, like, Deion Waiters, he just, like, he got picked up by the Lakers just before the NBA hiatus. Like, yeah. he could have been someone that, a team, that teams could use, and, like, I
1: love that we picked up Deion Waiters. But, like, I mean, for me, teams are, like, for teams just to, like, take a risk and ask someone else, like, I think they're, they're good with, like, they're, they're better off with sticking with the roster that they have than that they can't get
0: um, if they can't win, for the Isaiah Thomas, um, yeah, like that, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, um, but I think, I think one guy that could be pretty good is Iman Shumpert, because he has championship experience, he's a solid wing you defender, oh, he's a okay. yeah, 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 because he actually was signed with the Nets for like 10 days, so he's technically eligible, mm-hmm. um, I think he, I mean, he's been a solid three-point shooter throughout his career, averaging during the postseason. Um, I think another option, I mean, he's obviously on the older side, but Joe Johnson I think would be a great option. Um, He's had a lot of playoff experience throughout his career. He could play the three or – Iso Joe. Yeah, Iso Joe, baby. That's right. He could play the three or four with the small ball that's going on in today's game. He's a good spot-up shooter. He could create his own offense. Um, I just think he'd be a great vet to have on a team. But I think, like you said – You know, there's so many like good players out there. They're just not eligible. You know, even Nick Young, even Swaggy P would be a solid pickup. Yeah, I see him. He's putting, he's putting in work right now with Lethal Shooter. Yeah, with Lethal Shooter. Yeah. He looks good. He looks really good. I, I want to see him back in the NBA. Oh, so so do I, man. So do I. I I miss him
1: being on the Lakers. He was was
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great. So, I mean, obviously we've talked about the free agents, but now I kind of want to switch gears and talk about the playoff picture and just just how the NBA has been affected by the virus. So, which team do you think got impacted the most during the NBA hiatus? Um, got impacted the most. Positively, the Clippers. Okay. Um, Kawhi Leonard, man.
1: Um, he's going to be scared. He's going to be really, really, really scary. Um, like, the whole thing is him, load managing. Like, he's had how many months?
0: He's had, like, three months now. now. Four, three, four months of load management. He's, I, know, I know Kawhi. Kawhi's been in the lab. He's been putting up his shots. I'm scared of the Clippers. I'm going to admit it. But wow. Playoff Kawhi. Playoff Kawhi. Rested.
1: Because, um, like, I witnessed it for 10. Like, I, I still have my jersey. Like, I... Loved Kawhi since like in San Antonio, like I, I had a jersey from in San Antonio. Then he went to Toronto, and like as you know, I'm a huge Drake fan, so like I root for the Raptors. And seeing Kawhi win a championship with the Raptors was amazing. But like, and I, I just saw his greatness, and like just have him rested. PG is going to be rested. He has some nagging injuries, so you have a healthy Paul George, a healthy Kawhi Leonard. With all that kind of rest, like I'm scared. They, they, the Clippers. The Clippers benefited, like benefited the most out of this NBA hiatus, and um, also like negatively, like I think the Lakers probably got hurt the most
0: because I mean we were going in, we were finishing March with a lot of momentum. Oh, for sure, for sure. We beat Milwaukee, beat the Clippers. Yes. in a matter of like four days. Yes. We were, we were, we were firing on all cylinders, and like.
1: I'm, I'm like, I was sad like when the NBA just happened I was like, oh, damn, like, we were rolling. Like, we were on fire. And, um, yeah, I honestly think that as much as it hurts, it hurts for me to stay, I think the Clippers benefited the most. I think the Lakers benefited the least out of this. I mean, I hope LeBron – I mean, I know LeBron. LeBron's a gym rat. Um, he's going to be good, but like, I just hope – Dwight Howard comes back with us, like, that's also negative, if we lose Dwight Howard, that's going to be huge, if we lose Avery Bradley, that's going to be huge, Avery Bradley was playing great, Um, Dwight was playing great, and,
0: um, yeah, Jokic <laughs> looks like he benefited a lot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, I think he has abs, I think he does, he might, he I, might, I, I believe, I believe I believe my sources, I think Nikola Jokic has a six-pack, and he's going to show off his beach ball in the beautiful beaches of Orlando. Um, so i have before we see it. Yeah, so, I mean, Cam, you brought up a lot of great points. I, w- I actually was going to say that the Lakers were the most uh, impacted, but you know what? I got to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, After the new NBA format was ratified, this team really got the worst of it. And many fans are going to realize that... Yeah, they did. Yeah, they really did. And, and there's so much unfairness created... I know, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so you know, um obviously, you know, before the NBA halted its season, the Grizzlies were three and a half games above the ninth seed after sixty-five games. Now they're gonna have to play eight more games to hold on to the eighth seed. And if they aren't at least four games ahead of the ninth seed, they're gonna have to play a wildcard type game in order in order to make the playoffs. And basically Instead of having a comfortable lead like they were supposed to, you can argue that they have to qualify for the playoffs three different times because they have to win these eight games, they have to do the play-in, and then they make the playoffs. Like, it's, it's insane. And then moreover, the schedules aren't going to be balanced because there are 13 teams in the West with only eight games to play. So therefore, Memphis could be affected by this because they may inherit a harder schedule in order to compensate for more primetime matchups. As a result, this may penalize a team or two, a team or, two or it could reward a team or two um because memphis isn't as popular to watch so who knows like maybe they can get screwed by this and then even though they weren't supposed to make the playoffs at the beginning of the season this new format has really had a huge impact on their playoff aspirations so i think memphis got screwed the most that's ridiculous like i can't
1: believe that the nba i, I didn't i as I, soon as i heard like i saw like how the playoff going to work i was like Damn, Adam Silver is really that effect with our Williams. It's so, it's unfair in a way. Like, I feel bad because, like, I think New Orleans is going to be the better team and I think they're going to get into the playoffs. Or even Portland. Like, that just, like, takes away from the season that the phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal season John Moran had. Like, I don't know. Like, but I, it hurts. It hurts. Like, I, I feel bad for Memphis. I mean, yeah, dude, if I, they I don't, definitely if they agree. End up, if they end up go making the playoffs, which I don't think they will, honestly, if you have Dame and Zion chasing for you and all they have to do. If Dame... Like, Dame, all game has to do is get his team within four games and win two in a row. And considering what Dame does when, like, his season's on the line... Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I think the, I think Portland's gonna make gonna squeeze in that eighth I don't think New Orleans is gonna squeeze in, or I don't think I think is gonna give it up. But yeah, uh, but then Portland's gonna be a really scary matchup for my Lakers in the first round.
0: Yeah. But, so no, that that round. was actually um that was actually gonna be my fifth question. Is like which team in the West do you think is gonna clinch that eighth spot?
1: I think Portland. Yeah. Like, yeah. D- when Dane when Dame sees Dame doesn't want to go home. Dame. <laughs> Uh, Dame is going to do whatever it takes for, him, for his team to stay, and um, I think Dame is having it easy. And Dame knows he's having it easy, and he's going to take advantage of having it easy. And he, I know he will. He's going to. What standings right
0: now? How many? How many games? Are oh, back from the so you said, okay. So Portland, New Orleans, and Sacramento are three and a half games back of Memphis right now. Oh, so like they're all the same. Yeah, so they're all Basically. pretty much the same. Um, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: I'm looking at the standings right now. I'm looking, I mean, Phoenix is,
0: <laughs> Phoenix, that's just another threat to COVID, bringing Phoenix to Orlando. Um, um, man. Um, Oubre, um, but, Oubre. Yeah, I think, I think Portland, Oubre, yes, exactly. Oubre, man, he's, Got, he's, gotta he's watch out play. for him. He's
1: gonna play. It. Oh, he's yeah, play it, yeah, I he think. is. Because he had surgery.
0: Oh, he's going to play. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know he had surgery towards the end of the, in March. Yeah, but... he, had sur- he had surgery because he was repairing
1: something in his knee. But, yeah, Portland, Portland's going to squeeze in, I think. And then um, I think if John Wall plays, I think Washington's going to squeeze into that eighth Yeah, definitely. Then, um,
0: so um, I actually agree with you. So I think the Portland tra- Trailblazers will end up clinching the eighth spot. Uh, like I said, they're only three and a half games back in Memphis. And what sets, okay, but what sets Portland apart from New Orleans and Sacramento is they have more playoff experience uh-huh. and they have a superstar point guard in Damian Lillard who, like you said, has showed that time and time again, he can perform when it matters the most. And moreover, they're going to yeah. get Yusuf Nurkic hey, and, yeah, and they're they're going to get Yusuf Nurkic and Zach Collins. Oh, well, Nurkic is bad. Yeah, and Zach yeah. Collins. So these guys will add rim protection yeah. and scoring off the bench. So Portland is really deep. They have three guys who can create their own shot and Carmelo, and CJ, and... Yeah, 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 Melo, baby, that's right. Uh, Carmelo, CJ, and Damian, and then they have the one of the best rim protectors in the league in Hassan Whiteside. I mean, even though they have to beat Memphis twice during the play-in, they clearly have the talent and veteran leadership to accomplish that feat for sure.
1: They are looking good. They are looking great. Nurkic and Hassan, Melo. I and mean, you got game time. Yeah. I so if I, if I can have one player
0: in the league on the Lakers, um, it would be Damian Lillard. Oh yeah, far. for sure. By far. Oh, for no sure. One else.
1: I want...
0: I think I hope he finds a way to come to us when, I'm, like sometime in his career. Yeah, league. yeah. Uh since you brought up Damian Lillard like on the Lakers, do you think that let's say hypothetically, let's say if Damian Lillard Hypothetically uh, we win back to back championships, LeBron retires on top. Dame's gonna be a free agent, him with A D. Actually, I wasn't. 100%. I actually wasn't gonna ask that, but I was gonna say, do you think Dame? That's. I mean, do you think Dame and LeBron would be a better combination than Kyrie and LeBron? Hundred percent. Wow. Okay.
1: Hundred percent. Um. From what I see, from what I hear. Um. I mean, Dame. Dame has it. He, like Kyrie has it too. Like the clutch gene. That, I mean, like, Kyrie hit that beautiful shot, Game yeah. 7, the, the three to put them ahead, but Game
0: not that in him, too. 100%. And he brings as zero the, drama. He, he brings zero drama.
1: And zero drama, and he, Game's a warrior. Game's yeah. going to do whatever it takes to win. I mean, he doesn't care. Like, as you said, Game 7 in Denver last year... He, like, game, game knew. It wasn't his night, like, shooting. Like, he didn't really have a good night. So he gave it off all. to CJ. Yeah, he gave it to CJ. He gave he it to CJ. He let, let CJ take over the driver's seat. And CJ won the game for
0: them. 100%.
1: And, I mean, I just think game would, I think Dame and LeBron would be amazing. But, like, like I said, I don't think we're going to see that. I mean, maybe we will, but, like, it's probably going to be, like, LeBron's, like, last year in the league. But, Dame is going to be a free <laughs> David's gonna be free agent,
0: right? Steven. Yeah, but I mean um, I obviously he does care about winning and he's very loyal, but I think he's gonna end up leaving Portland because he knows that um yeah, he's in Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. so after
1: next season he's gonna be available.
0: Yeah. So, um him and Giannis will be available. Uh, technically. Unless Giannis gets traded this if unless Giannis gets I'll traded win. to the Warriors, which I will honestly like That's a real possibility. Dude, if that happens, oh man. Oh my god. That'd be insane. I would, like to, I would like to see. I would like to see Giannis in Toronto. Oh, First same. That would be a like, great. Oh be, man. Like, the whole, like, I think would, I think we'd love it there. Like with the whole
1: like international thing they have going on there. I mean, you have like, you have um, the GM is from out of the country. He's from he's from Nigeria. He's from Africa. There's, yeah. Like, got Pascal Siaka, Marcus Fall Yeah, like, I mean. he's like great international. Pl- I I love what the Raptors are doing. Like, I I love like.
0: Dude, they're 10 guys team. deep, they're the 10 city. guys deep.
1: Exactly, like, um, I mean, Norman Powell, Bruin, that's my guy, love Norman Powell. He's oh, a Bruin. He's, he's amazing. Terrence uh, Davis. If you add Giannis to that, if you add Giannis to that team with, like, Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam, then you uh, have Daniel Lillard, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis coming out
0: the West. Oh man, i oh, would be excited that. So, okay, oh, my, so. You can't forget this have to quickly. Oh, exactly, exactly. So, Cam, I'm gonna just jump into my last question. Um, so, who who who's your finals matchup? I gotta ask you. What what's your final? What's your finals matchup?
1: Well, I'm gonna be biased, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm I'm i gonna be biased, and uh, the Lakers are gonna be in the finals. Okay. Okay. The Lakers. The Lakers. Will, I mean, it's not even unbiased. Unbiasedly, the Lakers are gonna be in the finals. I mean, I don't know what I would do if they don't make the finals, and. <laughs> I, I, I frankly don't know what I would do but Lakers are going to be in the finals and I think coming out the East this may shock some people okay I think Boston's coming out I think wow okay I think we're going to see the Lakers and Celtics in the 2020 NBA Finals um and I can't wait if the Lakers I mean I just posted on my
0: Instagram story yesterday was the 10th anniversary of us beating Boston against that's right that's right 2010 I mean i I was seven years old and I remember that day like yesterday, best day of my life by far. yeah
1: um, and then I hope I hope I can live another day like that being Boston in the NBA finals and um yeah, I'm just I'm so, 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 so excited. I'm so excited. I'm excited to see, I'm just, I'm just like, I haven't, I haven't watched the Lakers playoff games since third grade-ish. That's right. Like
0: They haven't, they haven't been I, there in a while. I haven't seen us
1: in the playoffs since I was in third grade, and, like, just the fact we already clinched, so I don't have to worry about this, but, like, man, I'm just excited to see, it's probable that we're going to see the
0: Clippers in the playoffs. Most likely. Have
1: the Lakers and Clippers play?
0: That's and, what everyone like, wants. Oh,
1: my God. I'm so excited, and I'm like, I know... I know Bron's not going to let us lose to the Clippers, and, like, I've been taking crap from Clippers fans all year. 100%.
0: They're
1: up 2-1 against us in the series, but I'm excited to see the Clippers. I want all the smoke against the Clippers. I'm excited to see them, and I'm excited to beat them and move on to the NBA Finals and um, see Boston. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to have we're gonna have a lakers Celtics Finals. And do not be surprised if... The Raptors get in the Eastern Conference Finals because um, they have the experience and
0: they know what it takes. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I think you know what? I'm obviously unbiased and I actually have the Lakers making it to the finals. I, I, I think I've had it since I've had that uh prediction since late October. So I'm sticking to it. Um in the east, however, I got Milwaukee making it to the finals. I think I think Boston or um, Toronto's going to give them a run for their money, but I got Milwaukee make it to the finals. They've been so dominant this year, uh, best record in the NBA, uh, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Great role players surrounded around Giannis, and Giannis has just been on a tear this season. I mean, this. I mean, he's. He's, I mean, he's playing only like 32 minutes a game and he's averaging 28 and 14. I mean, it's incredible. I think in the playoffs, he's just going to come out with a vengeance. You know, I know that he's still upset after losing to Toronto and, you know, Kawhi kind of stole his lunch money as Max Kellerman said, but you know what? I got Lakers bucks in the finals and I got LA winning it all. I really do. And you know what? LA's I think going to be the first team to win in three decades, like to start off the decade. Because so, they won in 2000, they won in 2010, and they won in 2020. And obviously, LeBron's going to be super it's motivated. Trend. It's a trend. It is a trend. It's and, a trend and it's going to keep on happening. Oh, Number man.
1: 17's on the way, my people. Number 17's on the way. The party I'm going to conduct after we win the championship is going to be immaculate. <laughs>
0: it's
1: going to be amazing. I already know the, the first song I'm going to play after... The, buzzer, the final buzzer sounds for us to win. I'm gonna play "We Are the Champions" by Queen. Great song. Followed by, Great song. Followed by a lot of um, a lot of hype songs that I like to get up to. But when when, uh, I, when I when I'm walking the dog, I just put I just put "We Are the Champions" on. It's
0: like classic. On my AirPod. It's a classic. And I,
1: I just I just like I just, I just close my eyes and I just picture like. The scenes that are gonna happen when we win the championship, when we win the championship, and like having the song playing in the background. I'm gonna be with all my friends. I'm gonna be with my family. I'm gonna—it's gonna be so amazing. Like this. Oh my god. Like it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. And then, oh my, I, I can't wait. But it needs to happen. And needs. But the heartbreak. And then on the other side, the heartbreak on mixed
0: experience, if, if it doesn't happen, it's gonna be going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I mean I mean let, let's say if they don't win and then let's say if An- I, mean, they, I do think Anthony Davis is going to leave then if they don't if win? going to stay. He's going to stay. He's going to stay. I don't see why Yeah. It would leave. be I mean, so stupid. make it. It would be really dumb cuz like you just came
1: you, you have the best you have the best record and the best conference in basketball. And you just came up short. Now you know what you need to do for next year. It's a weak move if he leaves. Like honestly, but we've seen it before. We've seen we've seen superstars make weak, weak, really weak moves. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Anthony Davis is going to do that. I mean, I mean, mean, like the difference between Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was in Oklahoma City. I mean, Anthony Davis has it all. He's in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Wawa
1: Land. Yeah, he's a beautiful house in Bel Air. Yeah, he can sign a, a max extension, and he's but this is where the money is at. He has a team around him. I uh, he's, not, he's not I don't I don't see him leaving at all. I mean,
0: the, the closest thing will happen is a, probably a Chicago reunion, but I think yeah, I think he's gonna go back to Chicago. I think he's gonna go eventually. To Chicago, but I don't I don't see it happening right now. I'm praying it for right it. Now. Um, obviously, yeah. I mean, he's he's publicly talked about how he doesn't want his legacy to be about like the money and like his stats like he wanted he wants his legacy to be about winning so obviously since he wants his legacy to be about winning i mean you stay with the lakers and you stay with lebron james arguably the greatest player of all time i just think that's the right move um obviously it's going to be interesting but you know first off i would just like to thank my first special guest cameron Mahmoodi, for coming on to the show today thank you cameron i appreciate it um also thank you for having me of course bro of course um, also, most importantly, thank you guys so much for tuning into this segment of the podcast. I know that everyone is having a rough time during this pandemic, but we can get through we can get through this by the thinking... NBA is coming back. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Adam Silver found a way, and he got all the players going through. Me. So COVID's not
1: going to affect us. We're going to be a
0: okay,
1: my people. And one thing is, I need to say this before
0: we get leave. Okay. Did you
1: see how the a, the NBA like, announced like what hotels like
0: each team is staying in? Yes, I saw that. And then like they,
1: they have like the top teams and like the nicest like tower, and then they have like the middle of the pack and like the middle.
0: Yeah. Out, like
1: they have like the uh, teams barely hanging on to the playoff spot and like the, the like not the nicest tower, but like anyways, like <laughs> like isn't the Clippers are going to be in the same tower and uh don't and they they're going to have like an anonymous hotline. Yeah. Like, don't be surprised. If LeBron James calling the hotline saying I have Patrick
0: Beverly
1: at my door at 3 a.m. <laughs> trying to play, trying to, trying
0: to play with me right now. <laughs> oh man. Or Dwight, Howard, Dwight, Dwight Howard has a history of knocking on people's doors at 3 a.m. Yeah, with D Rose, he um, did it back in 09 That's right. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Oh exactly. man. So you know, everyone, please stay safe. And like like Cameron said, it feels good to have basketball back. Thank you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. See you guys later.